0: Doo, doo, doo. In the club on Tuesday, as
1: always in the club. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so I got something. I I usually like to pull just random bullshit out of my daily life. Neat. Just something, something that piques my mayor's perk up. I'm like, what's what? I should talk about that.
0: What a brilliant idea. We don't have a cow. We don't. We got a bull. We got a bull, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta go.
1: Once I got it going. <laughs> um the uh the concept here right uh, lo- along the lines of uh, animals is uh okay picking up after your dog uh and those yes. who choose to partake those who choose to uh not partake those who are really sneaky about not partaking and those who are really obvious about not partaking in the legally mandated rules of picking up and bagging
0: your dog shit. And then the local neighbors who decide to police the True. ones who are not picking right. up.
1: And, and oftentimes, uh, get a little overzealous in terms of the policing. Oh, you've
0: seen, you've seen some, as uh, a, some as altercations
1: a, as a former, uh, my sweetheart, she, she died a little while back, but, Ugh, uh, yes. she, RIP. uh, she was one of the, she was just, her personality was such that, uh, she could have, Literally gone and taken a dump on the foot of anybody, and they would have been like, "She's just adorable."
0: Like, oh my god, look she's at that just face.
1: she gets a pass. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> this this particular steed of an animal, this, yes. this this Adonis of 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 canines.
0: You'd think a rainbow just came out of her butt. Psh, Some sometimes it was fun. <laughs> sometimes it was a straight fiesta. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Big beef burrito out of that
0: bad boy. Yeah, you want it to be a festival. <laughs> and it is. Hey Ben, come to my party this weekend and bring your dog. You shit
1: on skanks. You poop on the woman you love.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you it, thought Spud McKenzie was cool. But yes, to be honest, she was a she was a gem. She was a gem. Maybe
1: I put maybe I I put the pussy on a pedestal.
0: You know what I mean? I would I would call you out on it. I met her, and I think I can attest that she was quite the gem. She was a
1: jam. But um, anywho. She, well, she used to
0: take, uh, as you probably could yeah, deduce, I picked up several deuces from, from her size. <laughs> she
1: was, a, she, you know, she was an English bulldog that probably, you know, I think in her latter years she was well into the sixty pounds, maybe even mm. pushing seventy. Yeah, and it was like watching an, an ottoman walking around with these little stubby ass legs. Yeah, built like a brick shit house though, and then had just this big old. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, just yeah. a sweet old fat wrinkly face. yeah But um, yeah. I mean, you can imagine since her, you know, she's built like a linebacker up front, and then it's just a tiny little, you know, it just gets smaller and smaller on the way towards the back, right? Because she's all like front loaded. Yeah. Uh
0: yeah. yeah, She had the shoulders. And oh, the neck she,
1: she always had the face when she was going to work. Yeah. The face, like she was, put, you know, when she was putting the time in and during her morning constitution, she'd have that face. It <laughs> was just. Hey. It's business time, and she knew. She knew when you were looking at her, she'd kind of turn around and kind of look at you like, "Stop looking at me yeah. while I do this. Do well, it's so shameful. Why?" And uh, of course, I'd be like, "You're doing great." big just thumbs up over there big deep breath and push it on out yeah, <laughs> yeah just her biggest and all the neighbors are walking by like why is he cheering his dog on yeah you know and that's the, a close family i wish i had that relationship they, with right, my dog right their dog
0: turns around and go why don't you retreat? me like why, that why don't you why don't you clapping when
1: i take a dump right <laughs> running circles around her like that's a good look at that Ooh, yeah um so right most of the time we, we were pretty good. There was only a handful of times over the ten, you know, eight years that, that, that uh, we had her where, you know, you're out there, you're walking, and maybe she had uh, a, little, a, running a little extra going on. You know what I mean? Like she'd do that kind of like, I'm going to take a dump, I'm going to walk, I'm going to take a dump, I'm going to walk, I'm going to take – so it takes like three. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And some of them are a little messier than others, and then you just you know you do your best to clean ups and I you know you'd run out of bags because you only brought like two bags, right. or you're you've got that we used to have that handy little leash that had the roll of bags in it, and right. you didn't realize you were down to your last bag until you went for it, and then you were right. like oh wait I've just got an empty roll in here, let's just bury this under the right you know
0: every, there's a you get a pass every once in a while, but like I would always go out of my up. way to be like you know if you're gonna
1: let somebody. If you're going to let your dog take a dump in the middle of somebody's driveway and you don't have a way to scoop it up, you know, you, what you want to do is draw attention to it so nobody steps in it. So, right. you know, that's why I carried around a bunch of little flags in my pocket so I could be like, you know, this here. is Mount Duke, Mount Dukey right here. Right here. So, you know, but yeah. no, I didn't have a flag. I'm kidding. But, you, you know, you you do what you could to be like, hey, this is here. Don't step in it. Right. Good. If you're a good neighbor, I'll you know, because I, I end up having to do that for for people and I consider it to be a neighborly thing like if you take a dump in my driveway yeah it pisses me off but I'm still going to clean it up you know what I mean right so um people who make sure you know it's there like by putting a le- leaves on it or right, you right. know like saying hey like there's something going on here
0: you appreciate that effort yeah even though it, they left it and you don't know why they left it you're just happy that I gotta minister, assume.
1: I gotta assume they had a good reason, or right. they're a total bag of shit.
0: It comes back to giving people the benefit of the doubt. I suppose so. Or being like, you know what? I've had to leave a pile before. I understand. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's yeah. that's how I got kicked out of Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, it was one of those things where <laughs> um,
1: I'll clean it up. Uh, I'm cool with it. I, you know, if I if somebody else ends up having to clean it up, I'm fine with it. Or, like, I'm, I'm thankful, but I, I have to just kind of make pieces, like, you know what, hey, karmically, I've kind of earned the right to, to have a misstep every once in a while here if it's an emergency and I don't have time to go back and get a bag or whatever. Sure. Um, but when it, well, the biggest thing that I hate is people who let their dog take a dump, in, like, in your driveway or in your yard or whatever, and then... Like the dog goes to like kick it or whatever, they don't pull it away, and right. it just just smears shit all over the all over the driveway. So yeah, you're just right. basically yeah. looking at a shit streak in your in your driveway, and then you're like, "Well, this is not manageable right. to pick up." No. You know, how do we do that? So, um yeah, what I was getting at in terms of the policing efforts, there are definitely people when we were around, especially when she before they when they got to know her, they were cool, but the, you know think of it like they're not dog people they right. don't have dogs mm-hmm. they don't want you near their yard or no, their. they drawer. probably don't
0: have them on purpose because they don't like the hair they don't like the poop they don't like the cleaning up all the little things they don't like the hairy there. poop yeah, and exactly.
1: they so they basically that you know you, you can see them out there working in their tiny little garden or sitting in a chair trying to get some sun or you know d- doing whatever hosing hosing something down or whatever and as you're walking by and your dog decides to kind of stop and give him a look, you know, give that neighbor a once over, like, "What's up, dude? You poop what are yard? you doing, bro? Wait. <laughs> What's the problem, I say? What are you looking at, man?" Right. So, um, it, it, you know, she she just used to give him up up looks up and down, like, "Should I go after this dude? Is he cool? Is he cool, bro?" And I'd be like, "Don't worry about it, chill." And uh, yeah. <laughs> but the, na- the neighbor, the neighbor would always look, be like, "Is your dog stopping because you know you have bags?" And, like, if, even if she was going to the bathroom, um, they would, like, walk uncomfortably kind of close and just kind of be like, how you doing? What's going on? Right. Like, just kind of policing just to make sure all the stuff. Like, kind of waiting for me to put my hand You're in like, my hey, pocket. I
0: see what your dog is doing, and mm-hmm. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's make sure. Like,
1: do you need a bag? <laughs> right. Or do you have one? Because <laughs> right. this is happening. This yeah, is happening exactly, right here. Exactly. Well, let's just let's let's dispense with the pleasantries after this is over. You know that you're gonna have that shit in your hand, right? Before you're gonna leave with what
0: you came right. with. Otherwise I'm spraying you with this hose. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh I don't think that's necessary. Unfortunately for, for those people, I feel like they're a little too overzealous. Right. When it comes to that stuff. You gotta understand. We're all neighbors. Nobody wants to leave a big turd in your draw. I mean, sometimes I would definitely be like, that guy's a dick, you know? Deuce. I'm glad he's out over of town. Yeah. Boo-boo. Hold it. It's going to be a race to the finish, but Boo. I'm going to want you to blow it out a big time. All over over there. To the... He's We're... gone
0: for a week, comes back to a sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> a poop sculpture. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. the so, But but personally, how do I feel? Um about dogs in bags, like, I think it's absolutely necessary because otherwise we'd have shit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. But the thing that really drives me nuts, which is why you end up, I mean, either either those like overzealous neighbors or people are, are just genuine assholes or they've just been ruined. The idea for right. them has just been ruined mm-hmm. because it's been nothing but, you know, they never see the good side of it because they don't have a dog. So all they deal with is the potential that somebody's been pooping in their driveway and right. they only get the shitty part. You know, they don't see the people who clean up after their dogs all the time, just the ones that poop and leave it.
0: Right. They are jaded through and through, and no dog is safe in front of their house.
1: Gotta be hardcore about it. But if I see somebody walking their dog, so long as they got their bag on hand, and they're ready to get down, and do they scoop in...
0: You won't bring out the guns.
1: I won't, I I mean, I won't be a dick or anything, but I'll just kind of be like, um... If somebody right. if
0: somebody just blatantly doesn't have a bag,
1: lets their dog take a dump, um, and I have video cameras on my house, so I love looking at footage of neighbors that I know, right? Like going over and letting them take a dump in my neighbor's driveway and just being like, la di da, right? <laughs> <laughs> now let see here, it wasn't me. It could have been anybody. Anybody. And uh, but yeah, I did get kind of I get kind of pissed because I don't know it says something about somebody if they do it in front of you. Right, you know what I mean. It's like saying, you know what, if I if I put this money, you know, if I put this dollar on the table and I walk away and I come back and it's gone, and there's a bunch of people. I mean, you know, I'll be like, mm, do you anybody see a dollar here? Whatever. If everybody's like, no, then I'd be like, eh, okay, I lost a buck. But if I put a dollar on the table and I little I see you walk over and steal it like, right right in front of me, <laughs> right. And you're like rubbing it in my face, like, yeah, so I'd be like okay y'all mama didn't raise
0: you right boy we got a problem
1: we got to talk about this this is not kosher
0: it's a certain type of someone that just does that and
1: And then it's like what's the big deal right it's just a little shit and you're like yeah but you're not part of the solution here right you know what i mean you're causing the problem if everybody had your attitude then no one could live here because it'd just be a methane factory you know what I mean? You wouldn't be able to walk anywhere. Your shit would be sky high. Right. So, there's that. I don't miss, though. I gotta say, I don't miss bagging dog poop and walking around with it.
0: Yeah. It's not. It's the, definitely the not so much fun, not not so fun part of owning you a dog. You learn to time it, though.
1: Because I, 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 I made the mistake early on of not timing it between trash cans. So... On our walks, I'd just be like, hey, go where you please, sweet, sweet. Love you, boo-boo. You know, and she'd just go and take her time and smell the flowers. and Right. And uh, just go wherever she wants to. And get then it, Get it loosened up. Then when you're sitting there, like, bagging it up, you know, pack, pack, getting the presents ready to put under the tree. Right. You're going, well, wait a second. The nearest garbage can is, like, six, six or seven blocks from here. And I
0: can feel the heat coming out of this bag.
1: Exactly. And it's, like yeah gross oh yeah and so your only other alternative is to try and find like a neighbor's garbage to dump it in and oh man you don't want to be on the business end of getting caught doing that oh no oh my gosh they don't like that well i mean would you no you saw somebody dropping a deuce in your in your garbage and that's essentially what it is someone's taking a dump in your garbage can right you know and so it's literally like use your own garbage cans right you know that don't you have your own garbage cans like yeah i do like six blocks away but I didn't want to hold the shit that long. And, and see, that's like, an extra level. That's personal preference, dude. It's your dog. It's your shit. It's your trash. You take your shit back to right from whence it came. Um,
0: Although, if I find shit in my trash can, I'm like well, at least they picked up. Exactly.
1: It, so. so it's a double edged sword.
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean,
1: I'm a little wronged because I know whatever I put in there is probably going to break the bag and just it'll stink forever. Right. And I'll get some poo smears inside the garbage can, so it'll just be like this gnarly Mm -hmm. smell every time Mm -hmm. i open it but at the same time i'd rather be in the garbage can than anywhere else
0: right you know than on my shoe right so there's a lid there it can keep the i mean i knew i knew we could
1: go deep in depth about dog shit on a topic so i feel
0: like i'm really Mm. well your neighborhood is uh it's unique it's it's more like living in the city it's definitely it's close quarters close quarters uh, you see everybody walking i mean Picking up your poop in your neighborhood is a—it's um, a big deal. You should be definitely doing well, cause that. Well, because
1: nobody really has a yard.
0: Right. Most people have just carports, and it's just yeah. And a lot of people are walking everywhere, and yada yada yada. Yeah. In my neighborhood, I, I just tend to just you know I like it because everyone keeps to themselves, and <laughs> nobody really gets on nobody anybody else for doing shot. anything else. Nobody wants to get you know. I there's one. I think we brought this up some other time. One other time, but there's one dude. I mean, I just, I just don't get anyone's business, but it definitely started to bother me. I'm like, this kid's walking this dog. He does not care. Does oh, I've got care. a dude
1: who lives across the street from me right now, who is literally something I would bag off the ground. Like he right. is the <laughs> biggest pile of shit. I mean, oh no. And I get along with all of my neighbors, but this particular individual is uh, just a, just an asshole. Yeah, you know what I mean, like smoking pot all the time, you know, like not trying to be concealing it, but like sure. in front of the kids in the neighborhood and stuff. He has uh, he used to have a roommate that obviously you know, moved out. So I guess he's the only one there. I don't know how he can afford to live there. He drives yeah. a he drives like a Kia. Right. And he lives in like a three bedroom with his pit bull and he walks by with the pit. Every time he walks by with the pit bull, he kind of gives you he doesn't say anything. He just gives you these like really sh- just dick looks like what's up you know like say something stop judging me yeah well he's one of those guys where you know they don't he doesn't put his trash cans away so they're just always out so people are always putting dog poop in his stuff and right you know they're always putting their trash in his trash i'm
0: assuming that's what it's there for if you're two or three days past well it's for it's for a
1: car it's for a bunch of units um right so you can't you know it's it's him and like two or three other apartments that all share the same row of trash cans. But, you know, it's not like they put them away. They just leave them out for everybody. Right. So he doesn't know if it's us who's putting their – if ours overflows, sometimes we do put our recycling in there. It's not like they don't have plenty of room. Right. Um, He's just one of those guys that just is just an asshole about everything. So that's one of those people that, you you know, you want to go to the nth degree and be like, hey, is your dog registered? Hmm, Good to know. Right, I can't wait to call the local city officials and
0: get them deported. Get you a nice ticket, (laughs) yeah. Your dog's unlicensed, dude. Right. Um, the kind and he'd be the kind of dude that would have a dog that was unlicensed.
1: Yeah, just would would be like, I'm too lazy to get it registered.
0: Who's gonna say anything?
1: (laughs) Regardless which way you want to slice it, I I mean,
0: have you had any problems lately with? dog poo right? that was or
1: what happened? i was oh, i was bringing it up <clears throat> uh it was just recently where i was um it was oh, i was so windy last oh, yeah. night the gale oh, force my windows winds,
0: were flying open oh, it, yeah, was it was
1: ridiculous yeah so uh last night uh and i don't i don't know how you roll yeah being from the south I'm a little tacky in this way, but
0: uh, you know how
1: I I like to... Sometimes I'll go full beard, and then sometimes I'll show up without a beard. Notice that I'm clean shaven today. Yeah,
0: you look pretty today.
1: Yeah, my neighbors love my redneck nature sometimes. Other times, they're just questioning, you know? Like, I'm the guy out in the lightning storm doing something stupid just because (laughs) I'm like, Yeah, man, time to talk to God. uh, She's really talking. I've found, I'm like... Once, if I've got let my beard go a little bit too much and I'm like, oh, this is too much. I'm ready to get rid of it. You know, Easter's coming up. Don't want don't to be that guy who yep. looks like a yep. Duck Dynasty kind of dude. So I'm going to shave it all off. And so I'm out there. But, you know, when you're shaving, you can't do it over your sink if you've got a full it's, beard. Because then all of a sudden you, it's just like – it's basically like getting your hair cut. Right. You know, and then trying to stuff all that down your sink. Yeah. Which is just a huge no-no. So, Plus, you do it outside. Yeah, yeah. Which is awkward to do in front of your neighbors in
0: broad daylight. Yeah. <laughs> just to be out there with your like little electric razor. Just, right. Like, sh- neighbor's sheer- like, oh, she must have kicked him out. Shearing your
1: face. And then you just, you know, hey, look. It's all your facial pubic hair all over the street in front of your house. Right. So, I, I, I respect the fact that nah, I'm not going to do that in front of my neighbor because that's just tacky. But since I'm from the south and because I feel like my DNA deserves to get spread pretty much everywhere.
0: Right. Uh, you're I will, welcome.
1: I am that guy out in a windstorm with, you know, fifty mile an hour gusts shaving. Yep. And you just you're just it's just blowing on my hair down the street. <laughs> So I'm doing that last. <laughs> Sticking night. into the
0: dog's poop at the end of the so, end of the block. I, well, no, but I was like
1: that. I'm doing it for that sole reason. So you know, people aren't coming out of their homes because it's so windy, right? Um, and I'm I'm that crazy asshole who's outside shaving and you know in freezing weather, um, and. It's the wind was so spectacular that it was blowing garbage cans over. Oh, up, yeah. up I, and down the street. I was man. so
0: happy I had brought mine in before yesterday yeah. morning because it was everywhere.
1: Yeah, if you had a, if you have a garbage any garbage cans that are like empty mm-hmm. it, and they're out in a way where they can get blown over. Once they get blown over, they start rolling and it's you'll find them.
0: You know, all, all the way the, down right. the street. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it happening yesterday. There was four in front of my house. They were just, they were just all, all tipped they were, over, yeah, they were open down the, the street, in the middle of the road.
1: So yeah, that's uh, that's how
0: it went down. Because I
1: yeah. when I when I went out today, I saw several garbage cans that were tipped over. Some of them were just like had been pushed out of the side. You know, like people are like, I got to drive, so they well, get out sure. of the car and just move it over. So they're just tipped over. But there's like. Probably three or four bags of shit oh, that are just, no. like, lining the streets. Um, right. That have been run over. One of them had been run over. And, you know, I was just going, yeah, that's kind of a... I wish we had, like, a dog poo genie. Somebody invented the dog poo genie. Like, the diaper genie. Yeah. So you could, you know, put a little bit more weight in there so it wasn't just, like, carrying around. around. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like it's... It fell out of the trash can as it was rolling down the street. Right. It just happened to land in the middle of the street. Right. <laughs> um cars are just and yeah exploding it. and there's just i mean there's just poop up and down and you're just going well there's got to be a better way to do this yeah.
0: well you know it doesn't get that crazy windy that often around here right so but if it was a like perfect storm yeah but unquote. Unquote. <laughs> let's just say i was having company
1: over and their flight got in today it's you know 6 a.m i pick them up and they're like wow well, you live in a night nice- oh god do people just throw their poop bags What's in the middle smell? of the street i don't know I, what do you mean what you guys have wind here what is that uh, right. people don't use garbage cans this is a classless
0: society oh my god my next door neighbor smokes cigarettes and there is a there's an ashtray that's out front and everything that was in that ashtray is all on our front porch now oh <laughs> that's geez so terrible, just how would just you butts, do that just butts everywhere throw it out yeah I that's go. why
1: you get a roomba yeah, spend <laughs> the spend the six hundred dollars out of robotic vacuum cleaner to clean your outdoors right. space.
0: <laughs> that's the next thing, a Roomba for your yard. Actually, dude,
1: that's a brilliant concept. Let's look at that. You know what? I never thought about it, but if you if you set up a use the same idea for a Roomba, and you move all the you move the little uh, st- they ha- they use little sensors that you can put and say, hey, this is a barrier. Right. Right, so basically imagine just like little stakes that uh, to outline your driveway yeah, to outline, outline your yard and you got this little robot out there I mean it, I don't think the big problem so much is mowing your lawn because they've got those I think it's about leaf collection and raking uh, leaves yeah. and keeping your keeping all the all the crap off of your lawn right that's what people who have lawns really care about
0: you have to make it anti-theft somehow
1: what who's gonna steal leaves y-
0: your outdoor robot. oh my robot oh yeah. yeah but it'd be like a just a leaf
1: collector right it'd just run until the bag was full and then just drop little the drop the bag where it just go to the docking station no just fit, it would just sit there and collect and fill up the bag and once it just out of the bag was full it would close the bag and then just dump the bag in the middle of the yard
0: of the yard, you get of to the yard. There, so you, you just, just walk
1: out and you've got a clean yard with a bunch of bagged leaves uh, yeah, yeah that's a that's uh we're gonna i'm gonna do that i gotta end on that i'm not i don't yeah. think i'm gonna get any better than that there you go that's a, that's that's revolutionary that's money that is right up there with the uh alien dildo we were talking about years ago
0: oh man like yep. last year sometime inseminating yourselves with alien eggs
1: uh, every Thursday. Sounds fun.
0: All righty, let's do it. not the good kind all right well here we are again another here we are another lunch all right i want to ask you something when people say oh man when we get to be when we retire there's not going to be any more social security you're not going to be getting that money back it's going away what the hell does that mean
1: uh okay this is
0: it's just, I, I mean, boy,
1: talk about dragging me down.
0: Well, yeah. After poop bag talking, this is what I got.
1: All right, so it's a really complex but simple thing.
0: But I mean, that's, I mean, I've been giving my money away to Social Security my whole life, sure. so obviously they can't just disappear. Same, right? same
1: with Medicaid. You've been paying into that. You've been paying into right. a lot of. Okay, so these are basically known as government pension programs, right? Social, social pension programs. Okay. Okay, You ever watch a TV show where uh you you see the cop going I'm a, I'm only 5 days away from my pension. Yeah. Okay. So basically and then if you watch a show like Billions, which is another awesome show or you watch any, you know, finance shows, there's always that that crooked white collar guy who's like, "Don't worry. Uh I've been talking with the New York State Police Department and uh they're willing to invest their entire pension fund." Into our hedge fund, they're gonna they're gonna give us you know, and its estimated value is twenty billion dollars.
0: They split up with everybody that's part of the force,
1: right? So basically, what you do is you're paying into your pension
0: right. as
1: you are working, right? Right, um, and that's how all these programs work. You it's just like Social Security. Every federal tax year, every uh, uh, every, every paycheck you get, you're paying into. The social pension fund, um, which is you know basically social security, but also uh, Medicaid and and whatever else uh, other government funded programs for the public. Right. So, the idea is, depending on how much you earn per year, it's graduated in terms of how Mm -hmm. much you're going to owe. Every year in federal taxes, and so maybe one year you're doing, I don't know, you make sixty grand a year. And you end up paying a thousand of it into Social Security. Okay. All right. Next year you're making a, you know, hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year. Okay. Well, now you're that's three grand or more. Right. You know what I mean. So it graduate. The more you make, the more you're you're putting in. Of course. And the understanding is is that the more you you're almost when you are in your retirement age when you have the ability to start. Drawing, claiming that drawing money.
0: from your social security 65 plus or something like that
1: you have a total amount of which you can take out right that you've worked for but there's a bare minimum right so there's a a, a bare minimum of social security so uh let's just say uh, the, the guy that i knew i've talked about him before old, old man yeah. bob when he was collecting his social security
0: checks he was getting three hundred dollars uh, a week, I think. And you're saying there's a bare minimum, meaning depending, no matter how much you make, there's a bare minimum in that, that you're going to
1: get once you hit that mm-hmm. age. Okay. Like that's the understanding, and it's like okay, once you hit this, this is how much your checks are going to be for. Now, if you've put more in over time, mm-hmm. then you have the ability to you, you you will probably draw more of that until you hit that minimum, and then it just will take whatever else is left but the idea is right your check whatever it's going to be for the most part every everybody's is going to be relatively close so if you're a guy who's making millions of dollars a year right for 20 years Okay? you're not really going to give a fuck about your Social Security when it comes out because, you know, what the hell are you going to do with $1,200 a it's month? It's going to be
0: peanuts compared to what you're used to. Exactly. It's, it's a $1,200
1: to... a month. You get $300 a week, I think, essentially. Right. And it's $1,200 a month that you get uh, just because you're a citizen past a certain age and you get that. that's what you get. Now, it's graduated in, in, in that way um, almost in a – yeah, you know, that's why they call it it's like social security, like socialism. And the idea being that it, everybody is pulling from the same pool of money that goes into the everybody's paying into the same pot, right? right. So when you talk about, uh, you know, the really rich guys, those guys are paying way over what they probably should right. uh, into social security, <clears throat> and you know they'll cash the checks, but they won't really care. It's the people who middle and lower class, which is far more of who went five years being unemployed or got crushed in a financial crisis or, you know, whatever else. And they just didn't have the money to be putting in right to, or their, or the taxes were so low because they were just weren't making enough money. Right. You know, they, they put in, you know, they're making $50,000 a year and they're putting, you know, $500 a year into social security you know, right. and then all of a sudden, once they hit sixty-five, you're telling me that they're going to be pulling twelve hundred dollars a month. So they're going to be pulling more out than they put in. Sure. All right. But that doesn't mean it's going to stop the the rich guy from also pulling Taking out his, his cash right. as well.
0: Um, so here's where it gets interesting. So essentially, more money is going out than it's going in. Well,
1: yes, but not 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 the way you think. Okay. So. When it's when it all started, uh, it was years ago, it was FDR's big deal. like that was when I believe social security numbers came into effect and having the ability to um, you know, put start putting money in and everybody would have a, a little bit of, of a safety net. Um, that all went into effect. Now back then, this was, I mean, what re- pre-war time or right around just then like you know we didn't have this explosion in population we were all still on the gold standard right and and popping babies and we were coming out of we were trying to come out of the great depression right the stock market hit our head crash people had lost everything and it was like okay well how are you going to take care of this population that that can't find work mm-hmm. that is not able to work that is not is too old to enter enter into the workforce um, so it was their way. And, and then, you know, we later got Medicaid and that came in. So a lot of people try and get stuff like, hey, will Medicaid cover LASIK surgery so I don't have to wear reading glasses anymore? Right. Stuff like that. So that's another, you know, government program that the older generations are pulling money from. So you've got the baby boomer generation, right? Mm-hmm. Our grandparents were the beneficiaries of their parents'. Um, working really really hard and putting money into social security um and paying you know through paying their taxes during a pretty relatively prosperous time after world war ii and my grandparents your grandparents also they were the the big generation that that went out there the entrepreneurs you know they really took advantage of the industrial revolution um that their parents had had gone through before them Right. And now all of a sudden you've got, you know, the big automotive industry, the housing boom, all the stuff. You know, people people were creating businesses right and left. And it was such a prosperous time. Um, well, actually, it was during during wartime. Um, you had guys who were going off and doing multiple tours back in World War II. Right. So they would come back and just hammer it out with their wife. They'd have three weeks of, of you know, wrecked. Recreational leave, they come home and they would bang their you know nineteen and twenty year old wives, and knock them up, and get them pregnant, and go out and do a, a another nine month or one year tour or whatever, and come back and they'd have another kid, and then they'd bang it out. But my my, my dad side of the family, there's I think five kids. no there's a oh yeah 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 I think there's five kids. And same with
0: my dad's side of the family. What,
1: what's crazy is that uh like two of the kids were born in the exact same year, if that puts into into perspective. Oh, wow, yeah. So, like, you have a kid in January, you know, you're you're pregnant within a month or two of that, and then you have another one by December. Wow. So, that's just straight up, that's boning at a very, very quick pace. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm here to see the kid get born, boom, I'm going to get you pregnant. I'll right. be back when, it's, when the kid's born. Yeah. So, that's why they call them Baby Boober Generation. It was just an explosion in the population of all of these kids. So all of these businesses that were created previous to that by by our grandparents, those are in place. Those are prosperous. A lot of them are the brand names that we all know and use. You know, the Coca-Colas, the um, – yeah, I don't know about Kraft Macaroni and Cheese or – Nabisco or, or – Yeah, but I mean like think about Southern Bell, AT&T, like the, just the sure. – these old school companies that have been around since the early 1900s or sometimes even in the 1800s. Um, but most of them, you know, established 1936, established 1945, established 1950, right. whatever. So they created these businesses, right? And those businesses all got a stronghold and market share and continued to grow and be prosperous. And then the baby boomer generation came in and said, Oh, well, we've all got jobs. That's great. Our parents are doing really well, so we can all. There's plenty of jobs out there because of all these, you know, all the prosper prosperous business and entrepreneurial stuff that that happened and took place. So we can go off and be hippies and do hate street and of course carefree, love yeah. it. It's love it. All buy all, mu- all buy muscle cars and and you know we there's a ton of land out there that's undeveloped, so we're gonna go out and we're just gonna build tons of houses. We're gonna set up strip malls. We're gonna do. I mean, it was just that was our that was the time. Like, if you're talking about our parents' generation, once they got once 1973 and you know 69. um, Oh, love and peace, and you know, let's get out of Vietnam, um, which was a a really dumb idea for us to even be over there. But like, you know, um, we we had this really interesting dynamic once we hit the 80s you know late 70s uh, through the 80s um, where all of a sudden they started to take over the businesses of their parents start stepping up their their peak earning potential started to kick in and that's when you started to see the the wealth gap yeah really start to change you know that there, there were way more that's when the one percent really started to establish itself. And the, the McMansion started popping up around the late 90s and, and right. early 2000s after you know they had crushed, it. they had crushed it in the 80s. Um, you know, they, they had another great run in the 90s and then moving on into 2000, and they're all buying these huge palatial estates and, and whatever else. Um, and that that's kind of where it stands today. Well, the problem with that is that that group, right the baby boomers Mm -hmm. um some of the earliers the the in-betweeners had generation x then there's the millennials generation y and now there's the snowflake generation which is like anybody who is like you know in between the ages of 8 and 15 or 8 and 8 and whatever right now but um so they had a ton of kids I mean, right. It wasn't like they just had enough kids to replace themselves and their spouse. You know, in a lot of cases, you had people having five kids, six kids, you know, whatever. In the baby baby boomer generation, so you you had just a almost a doubling of the population at that time. Right. right. So, sadly, we don't have. This is why you see all the news out there today, where it's it's like millennials. Uh, are afraid they're not going to be able to afford to buy homes because they've been priced out of the market due to the fact that the baby boomers... Uh, bought their house for eight hundred thousand dollars back in nineteen eighty eight, and they're trying to sell it now for for yeah two point three million dollars. Right, um, because it's in the middle of the city, and it's a you know you can there's only so much land that's close developing to
0: developing has happened all around it. Exactly,
1: just... so baby boomers have basically been skyrocketing the price of all these things because they're buying the, the stuff from each other and pricing all anybody who the younger group. And and they're also the ones who are still the CEOs of their company. They're still the presidents of the business that their daddy left them or the family business or whatever, you know, whatever they created in their lifetime. You know, they're still, for the most part, in in control and and reluctant to hand over the reins. Right. Well, the baby boomer generation also did something, you know, that none of the other generations previous had had done. Um, And I don't know. Why wh- what it was politically motivated or whatever, but you know the same thing that we're seeing with the economy and the stock market right now—it just keeps kind of melting up. Like we don't have the the gross domestic product to support um, the numbers. The economy is not moving at the same speed as the valuation of the stock market, and it's because of deregulation, mm-hmm. stock buybacks, tax cut, tax cuts, all these different things. So they're they're basically th- those that have the money are basically inflating the stock market right taking money that they've had in the past or stored overseas or whatever and they're you know they're they're buying up as much of the stock as they can basically inflating the price right. well ever, ever since the crash in 2008 um, which was a real eye-opener to most people um, the baby boomer generation on the highest levels have been manipulating everything to their benefit. Okay. Increasing the gap in between right. the haves and the have-nots. Sure. Right? So if there's a way that I can I can take the wealth that I have and turn it into more wealth, then I want to do that. You have a way to do that? Well, sure. We're bankers. We control all the people who are taking out loans for small businesses. How do we get the economy going after the 9-11 towers get hit and we uh, go through a a four to five year recession oh Oh, we drop the interest interest rates right down to practically nothing that's right right so now all of a sudden no you're talking about borrowing money that has a zero interest rate on it so you're not paying you don't have to pay it back i mean you basically just are trying to pay off the principal but you don't have you know so it's easier for them to lend out money sure so then you come up with all these different ways to package this stuff, right? The central bank hands hands the money down. All these things are running running through your smaller banks, you know, your groups, your Chase, your Wachovias, which you know I guess they died. But it's like now all of a sudden they're packaging yeah. these they're packaging these securities now and saying, okay, well what I can do is give out a bunch of loans that are you know principal uh, interest interest only loans and interest rates were like. Close, as close to zero as you could get, like one. So, they don't have to pay off the principal. They're just going to pay off interest and try and ride the equity in their home. Oh, wow. So, people were out there buying homes right and left, even if they couldn't afford them. Bad credit? Who cares? Right. Right? So, those loans, all of those loans, those <clears throat> shitty subprime horrible loans, the bank didn't want to carry that paper. So, they would basically package it up into a security and say, okay, this is a security of a bunch of loans that were handed out. It's debt that's going to be paid back. And we're going to sell it in the open market. They put it into the stock market. and All the banks got involved because everybody was making money. Very easy for everybody to make money because they basically gave these subprime loans a higher credit rating than they deserved. Right. To artificially inflate the value. That was where, you know, the really smart guys like Michael Berry were like, oh, my God, this is going to be a disaster. Like the numbers don't match up there. Right. You know, this is way overvaluated. Right, so when we hit that crash in 2009 uh, or 2008, it's, believe it or not, given the growth that we had had, even with the dot-com bust, since 1987 the stock market has been on a crazy, crazy bull run. Right. So, right. Just if you look at the chart, it's just been crazy. So money's just been pouring into this stuff, and all of a sudden, once we get into the, the 2000s, and we had we hit hit that first recession we we didn't have the same amount of debt that we had now right I and mean, we were talking like you know what 100 billion 200 billion right something like that federal deficit was you know we had a sur- we actually had a surplus i think when when clinton left office you're we talking about like what 15 Fed, fe- 15 a, years ago yeah yeah so yeah. we had like a surplus a federal surplus meaning we actually had 90 billion dollars on the books that we you know were owed Right by the Fed, right, right, and we we were producing. Everybody was buying our cars. Everybody was buying our Apple IMAX. Everybody was buying our stuff right. overseas. We were the the superpower at the pinnacle of our of our awesomeness. Well, now all of a sudden, baby boomers are all moving. They're all between what fifty five and seventy two, something along those that's the, how, that's right those lines, right. We're we've already seen a pretty decent level of retirement. From that group, several of them are, are slowly starting to kind of move Make out. It yeah, yeah, kind of transition out. Um, and we've got over the next several years. I mean, you're talking about a very, very large percentage of the population transitioning out,
0: right? Okay, yeah, uh,
1: and, and starting to retire. Well, the issue with this is that it's all been smoke and mirrors. In the stock market, everybody wants to talk about how great the economy is doing. However, when you're talking about the total debt that we've accrued over the last twenty years, ten years—it's in the trillions. I mean, it's twenty-two trillion if you're talking about just our our, our national our, debt, yeah. right? Our overall national debt—what we owe, what's on the—you know, what what we are never going to be able to pay back. But if you add social pensions, it's like sixty trillion wow it's something even more ridiculous right and the reason is is because we've been paying out all of these benefits right to people who once they reach even if they're still working they have the ability to collect on the social pensions right right so we're still paying in and the whole concept behind it was your children or the generation behind you they're gonna be the ones who work really, really hard in order to pay into oh, their social security, right. and we're gonna give what they pay to you in your later years, right? And yeah. the same thing will work for them. And so and their kids, yeah, yeah, their kids will pay for them, and so we'll have that because you kind of have to start from somewhere. You, you, one generation had to work and pay into it, um, right? You know what I mean? So, and it was the generation, right, of the grandparents right before, uh, and the their kids the The baby boomer generation, essentially, Um, they're the ones who paid for my grandparents to be able to collect social security, right? So we're the ones who are paying for our parents parents to have social security. But the problem is, we don't have the same level of opportunity that they did. Right. We don't have the wages have been stagnant for the most part. We've seen some growth in the past couple of years, just because of the economic policy changes, Mm -hmm. but. Very little, I mean, what do you get what do you get minimum wage from fourteen bucks to fourteen twenty five or you know whatever it's, right it's not it's not gonna put a dent and you know a teacher makes sixty sixty thousand and it goes up to sixty five thousand right. and I
0: don't think our generation is uh, reproducing in,
1: as much. in ten years, that's how much the wages went up while yeah. at the same time the value of somebody's house has gone up by fifty percent you know by a hundred percent right. right you know so it's 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 not equal and we don't have the ability to we're the ones who've been buying all of the crap that we're the fine. baby boomer generation basically has been selling us right all right so we're the ones who are out there buying the iPads and buying the computers and buying you know buying the cars taking sure. taking advantage of whatever they're throwing in our in our thing but as far as housing is concerned there's just not been a lot of affordable housing for us uh now that we're the, at the time where we could do it. And the reason is because, number one, because of the housing crash. Right. right? But number two is because they, continue, yeah, they continually prop up these prices and say, well, we're going to hold on to them unless you're, w- you're willing to give us X amount of money for it. All right. I, I want to live in a $3 million home. If you're not going to give me $3 million, it's just going to keep going to somebody. Well, right. Because right? You, you can't afford it. You don't make enough money to be able to afford it. Right. So we continually pay in to the social security we're in debt already right so it's basically like the mo- every year the moment we put money in to our to the social security fund the pension fund it immediately goes back out but there's more people taking out of it cuz the baby boomer generation earns more money right than we do right so everybody who's not who's already retiring is taking money out there's not enough so, baby boomers that are still working we there aren't enough wa- there aren't wages high enough for us to be able to pull in what they were putting in cuz they haven't given up their positions yet right and there's far more of us so now all of a sudden we can't we there's the job market is very very tight very small wages haven't increased so we're put we, we have the ability to only put in less and we're basically paying just to take care of a generation that is about to go full blown into retirement wow and we're already <laughs> and we're already in debt so if you imagine by the time we hit 55 and we have the ability to start pulling from social security yeah if we haven't gone through a major financial trend, like the whole infrastructure has been changed, there's going to be zero for us. There's going to be no money for us to pull because it's not like we're just going to hand the debt down to our children and just keep kicking that can, that cycle down the street. Right. It's It's got to come to a head.
0: Right. It's and obviously not correcting itself in the system we
1: have. No, it's just creating more and more debt. Right. Because we, we have to take care of it. And believe it or not it's going to cripple the healthcare system. It's going to cripple I mean when, when you got all these, these people who are now staying at home and, you know, emphysema or getting right. cancer or having heart problems or whatever, it's going to be, it's going to be gnarly, man. So yeah, th- there's not going to be any money for, for people like us. Um, I imagine, you know, they're just going to have to have a come to Jesus and be like, you know, that shit you've been paying into ever since you were 18 years old. I know you're in your 50s now, but uh, yeah, there's no money there for you. Uh, we yeah,
0: just—it's such a creepy thing. Well, I mean, I'm, just as easy as they
1: can create a program, they can decide to defund it, right? So, I mean, it, it blows. What are we going to do about it? I mean, our big—that's not even our biggest problem. Oh, and I was reading an article the other day. They were like, millennials. Generation X and even the baby boomer generation are delusional about retirement.
0: As far, what do you mean? Like they they don't understand the idea of it. No, they
1: all say that everybody they're delusional about retirement in the sense that they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm planning on retiring," you know, when I'm in my 50s, 60s, 70s, like like my daddy did or like my granddaddy did. That's my plan. Okay, how much do you have saved up? Nothing. How old are you? 40. Right. And you're going to retire in 20 years? You know, you do realize the whole idea behind retirement is you're saving a portion of the money that you make during the peak earning potential that you have to sustain you for the last 10 to 15 years right. of life. Right. Right? Because you're not going to be working and your income is going to drop to zero aside from your social security checks. Well, if, you know, they did the study and it's like 71%, I think, of millennials are living pretty much paycheck to paycheck and, right. and or have less than $5,000 or $10,000 in their savings account. Right. Um, and then Generation Xers, which are, you know, people 30, 39 or 40 to um, to 49 right. or 55, something like that. Um we have less than uh 15,000 i think like 35 per, there's it was like 71% of millennials uh like 39 or 40% of generation xers and then like 25% of baby boomers have less than $10,000 in their bank account and they're all like well looking forward to retirement right i mean my income is basically like you know, five thousand dollars a month now, but uh, when I retire, that ten thousand bucks is going to get me two months down the road. Right. So, I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. And that's why they're de- they're delusional. You, you, it's not like when the when the clock runs out, and you're down thirty points, that you can magically just
0: reappear. Put 30, yeah. 30
1: points on the board in no time. No, not everybody wins the lottery that way. So that's another thing. Now. Think about all those people that are going to be looking for social programs or, or somebody to take care of them when that shit happens. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that. That's a really good, long winded, nice. I know nice she started to fall
1: asleep and nod off a little bit during like, the. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's more of just like a frustration. Like, it's like, damn, like, what? You know, something's got to change. Why
1: am I spending all of this money on that I will never see? Yeah. And. You know, you're not paying down the debt either. You're basically just putting it in the pockets of people who no longer
0: are working. Right. It's it's basically just going going out from us and to somebody else. And into the pockets of somebody who
1: was a teacher for
0: twenty five years. Exactly. Years. Yeah. And
1: you know, she's she's maybe she had tenure. Maybe right. maybe she had a sweet package. Maybe it was a cop. And that was another thing I heard from a, a friend of mine who was a who was a cop. Who was a his he was a restaurant owner around here and then he he got into he and his brother moved back um to Pennsylvania I think and his brother is one of those really interesting guys who can just do a lot of different stuff he just decided one day I want to be a cop so went 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 did the academy and now he's like a cop and like DJs on the side or something but he was yeah. telling us he told right. he was telling a story and he was like man you don't know the racket that they got going on over there he's like it's insane So you have, imagine that you have like the, you've got your police force, right? And then you've got, you work your way up as from, you know, beat cop to lieutenant, to sergeant, to lieutenant, to captain or whatever, right? So the captain, uh, whatever it is, the way that their pension program works is whatever you were making when you retired from the force, whatever your end salary was when you retired from the force, that's going to be your salary like your pension what you get to take per year that you're going to get that same salary for the rest of your life wow. when you retire wow so the captain of the police force is like that prim- primo gig so basically you've got this group of guys who are all like tight circle of friends or whatever and the job pays something like 250 g's a year to be the captain of the police force right so what they do is they all Get the oldest dudes in, that are all in, in that time frame ready for retirement. And they hand down the position of captain on like a yearly or bi-yearly, you know, every every year or every two years to the next guy in line who's about ready to retire so that he can be Take captain, captain
0: salary. get the salary,
1: and then cash out on that pension. Oh,
0: wow. At that rate. Okay. So uh, I guess I need to go into the academy. Well, that uh, just isn't crazy. that crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's what a gamification of the system. Wow. well, that's a government job, right? It is. I so.
1: But I mean, I guess that's how you that's how you game the system when you're in the uh, in the in the system.
0: Right. You work right. for
1: the system, and I imagine it probably goes the same way for um, people who work in in you know,
0: Congress or right. You know, whatever. Or firefighters or well, that's, I guess that's not that volunteer. I don't know that's if that's volunteer. E- yeah, you're right. I don't know. I'm not sure either, but they got to get something. But
1: dude, if you, I mean, if you told me like, Oh, I've just got to find that gig where I can reach my peak earning potential. And, then- uh, and I only have to hold the position for a year and then I can just step. So long as I don't get fired, all I got to do is just ride it out and then step down and I'll be making that for the rest of my life wow
0: holy shit balls wow they're yeah there's where all our, those are all our money all our, all our money's going yeah <laughs> you don't really think they spent 40 million dollars on a hammer people 50 million dollars on the toilet seat did you yeah <laughs> people gaming the system that's it uh, do you have down. any other
1: questions that i can put you to sleep <laughs> with
0: no thank you for that one all right that should help somebody out, out there <laughs>
1: piss it away stop thinking about thinking about tomorrow. yeah i got up this morning singing a carly simon song oh yeah i don't know why and it was never i always just pick out some random line that's in my head from some random song yeah and it's just what hits me and i'll just start singing it i don't remember what i was singing this morning it wasn't you're so vain um, oh, <laughs> it, I even know
0: her. you're so nice.
1: vain i bet you think this song is about you oh yeah okay yeah Yep. Yeah. um yeah so that That's a whole nother deal. What I wanted to chat about uh, this hour or this half hour we take for our our lunch break. Sure. um, Is YouTube
0: celebrities. YouTube celebrities. Yes.
1: So I, I caught myself
0: as I... I know they exist.
1: I always do. It was a little too late in the evening last night. I was a little amped up Watch, you know. Was watching some TV, and my mind started going, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do what I never should do. And that's, you know, look on Instagram, look on YouTube, look on whatever, see what's going on. Why should you
0: never do that? Well, Just because. It's a slippery slope. When it's late
1: at night, I end up being like, well, I haven't looked at it in four months, so let's just go in. And then you end up being like, hey, I liked a photo that you posted like four months ago. Right, right. You seem like that weird dude. Um but yeah i you know it's'm kind of all over the place just looking for something to occupy my mind other than my thoughts right and uh I'm stumbling across articles and stuff on youtube and i i I read something um it was a little hazy, but the the whole thing was that this the article was this youtuber makes um i think they I don't know if it was a million dollars a year or ten thousand dollars a month or something like that um basically posting videos of herself eating
0: oh right so right.
1: the whole thing of it is it's this it's this you know chinese girl uh, or, or asian i girl. did see something and about her she basically just sits at a table with a bunch of food and stuffs her face
0: and films it and but she's she's thin though right she's not like an obese woman is she no
1: she's a she's a girl, teenage
0: girl yeah. i think yeah yeah she... But
1: all she does is just sit and eat It's like, and and it it, what what gets me is that she's not the only one. So there's like Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. other people who are generating just mass amounts of of revenue, and the whole purpose of their YouTube channel is watch me chew, or watch me like one dude was like just watch me pour ketchup on things, like oh here's a pool table I'm gonna pour ketchup all over it. Oh here here's a you know (laughs) ketchup can go on. I think I think it's like just ketchup can go on anything. Right. You know, so it's literally like, "Mm, I'm going to drink some wine. You just see him pour ketchup all over it till the ketchup overflows in the glass. It's just spilling over everywhere. Yeah. Just him ruining things with ketchup.
0: Right. Because he doesn't drink the wine after he's poured a bunch of ketchup in there, I'm sure.
1: Now, it strikes me as odd that anybody would waste their time watching that, let alone like subscribe to a channel where that was all they did. So, you know, they get that alert on their phone like, hey, there's a new video of a guy. You know, taking a shower and relish. You're going to love it. Right. You know, and I mean, these people have millions of subscribers, and each video that they put up does a million or two million or four million or whatever views. And that's literally... its It's it's all that they... They pick some random thing that they do, or one random thing, one random action. Right. And then they film themselves doing that random action... Anywhere, all the time. ...for different things. So, I figure... You know, with the way my mind works, right. why don't we have a little bit of time that we designate to starting a YouTube channel where we figure out some one, ran- random one random thing that we do and just promote the hell, just do, do what we do, promote the hell out of it. Uh, and, you know, we don't have to be in it. It'll just be the same shot. It'll just be different things that we bring in and we do something to it. it but it's always the same thing
0: right yeah like that guy and and it's weirdly you know satisfying i think there's like you know a compression where he just crushes things like like iphones and he crushes toy cars and he crushes anything that'll like completely like be can be smushed in this hydraulic crushing machine that's one way to pay for that heavy piece of industrial machinery right right um so yeah, what could what could we do? What well, could, I mean, do you have any thoughts on the matter? Like, <laughs> you know, there's there's also people out there. What are they they're like all sounds like they whisper everything and they get these mics and they and they crunch paper
1: and they talk. Well, it's like just this. it seems like people watch anything, right? Right. So what if you just filmed yourself? You know, brushing your teeth every morning.
0: Right. And that was it. Look, look, I'm brushing my teeth at seven. Yeah, or PM. like you're, it's just a, a
1: shot of your mouth with your teeth getting brushed with different settings in the background.
0: Right. Um, or well, you, you, the only way to spin that is to brush your teeth with something random all the time. I'm brushing my my teeth with gummy bears. Mm-hmm. I, I'm brushing my teeth with with See, seeds. Uh, hearing this from you. Makes me think, in, in in
1: relationship to the topic, number one, I think you're a genius. And number two, I think I'm way out of touch. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not where I would have gone. I immediately wouldn't have been like, oh, brush my teeth with different things. Yeah. I wouldn't watch that. Right. I would, I would film it. And I'd put it up there. Well,
0: it's something that people do all the time, and then you're just doing this random spin on it. They're like, oh, oh my God, what's he, what's he brushed his teeth with today? Was that, that black stuff? The, that I mean, black the, stuff?
1: The, that's the thing. Like, I don't think that chick who who films herself eating is ever thinking like, man, you know, guys, I, I'm making all this money because I'm in the YouTube game, and I've pretty much cornered the market on eating. Right. Just eating whatever. I don't even, you know, how do I keep my audience well? I like to go to different restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do Jack in the Box one day, maybe have mac and cheese the next day. Um, you know, I like to keep it keep it mixed up. But I mean, at what, what point does she go like I gotta stretch my wings and fly? Okay, I gotta I gotta step it up. I gotta eat like hot stuff, or I gotta eat right. like you know, like I gotta do something that's gonna garner more of a reaction than just me chewing. Right. So. I don't know do you do you think they feel the necessity to to up their game at
0: all? Well, I don't know how it started for her. I mean, a, a cute Asian girl just eating food and Posting? Is there anything pervy about that? Of course. Really? Dude, there, there's a fetish for everything. First of all, there's a fetish for Asians, and now there's also a fetish for I get people food. who eat food. I get food fetishes because, I mean, I've never seen so many cupcake shows on TV. Well, there's definitely food fetishes, and you know, there's an Asian fetish out there. Sure. So you put those two together, and you got her on YouTube, and she's not taking her clothes off. That's that's fun for the whole family. It, or who has just that some
1: weird dude who's sitting around. Well, a like, million plus I'm enjoying weird dudes.
0: this. yeah right i mean you know what i mean so that one makes a little bit of sense Then there's these things like i said crushing things it's just kind of exciting to see well there's i mean if you're it's doing something that, that's cool
1: so yeah. there's a couple of channels that i check out i don't really subscribe to many but one of them is this that, that's been around forever this is slow-mo guys
0: oh uh, slow yeah they have like yeah. this
1: ridiculously high speed camera so they they film like Things you know, exploding, yeah, giant a water, wa- balloons a water, yeah, water a water, ba- a water balloon, or a you know an M80 blowing up a a, right. a watermelon, or They're, you know a paint can falling from thirty feet and splashing. You know, like yeah, and it, it's it, fun it's, to watch. It's visually cool. Another one are guys who there's another group that uh, aside from all the unboxers who are just trying to get free shit, you know, right. and, and talk about like oh here's the
0: reviewers. The product. There's so many right. product reviewers, yeah,
1: tech and makeup and fashion i
0: tried to do a makeup one once and i was like yeah, yeah didn't did work. you put it on did you do half your face and makeup no 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 i mean it was one of those halloween masks that i had made and i tried to like do it all in front of my computer and like have it like all film it and try to put it all together but yeah it was, it, i never never took off Yeah, never i never posted it or edited it or put it together <laughs>
1: man so yeah i mean when i think all the different ones that are out there another group does debunking so they're like the youtube version of mythbusters so they look for the people who create these videos and they're like hey i can turn a you know if i take this lump of coal and i cover it in peanut butter and put it in the freezer for 24 hours i get a diamond yeah like what what a load of shit so you know they they do shit like that and Another dude built, you know, there's a lot of people who do, like, teach you how to do stuff, like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is how you can build, like, a a kennel, a kiln, like, for firing pottery and stuff in your backyard, you know, so you don't even have to worry about, like, having this big, you could just dig a a hole and use some uh, concrete blocks and... You know, bing, bang, boom, you've got yourself, like, a homemade kiln.
0: Right. Then you got, like, the beauty fails where the girls are trying to show you how to curl their hair and they burn their hair off. (laughs) Yeah. Those were always fun to watch.
1: But I don't know. I mean, I guess (laughs) I'm I'm trying to think, like, okay, if you've got even these – and they're not using a lot of resources to pull these things off. Mm -hmm. And – yeah, there's got to be some something that we could probably do that would just be like, well, well, that's silly and stupid. But
0: I guess if you do enough of them, right, then you know you got yourself a you got yourself a show. I mean, absolutely, that's what the platform's there for. You know, you is got, it? Do you it,
1: think that's what they had in mind? It, like, we we want
0: anybody who eats cheeseburgers.
1: Right. You know, that's it. You know, it's a platform for L- anything. Light it up.
0: Yes, that's it. It was as broad as it can be. They just, here you go, film whatever you want and upload it. Why would anyone want to do that? Well, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't
1: it. want anybody to own the rights to that content. My hamburger eating. No, because uh, it's too important to me.
0: Yeah, I mean that's my white album. How about uh, shenanigans on a movie lot? Yeah, we they, go down to the movie lot restaurant and sit in some random table next to somebody. Look, look, he's doing it. He's doing it. Oh, oh, they snuck into a greenhouse. Well, if
1: you could actually get into a movie lot somewhere to do that, I'm that would saying. be amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because then you might actually like be able have- to bring in an
1: A-lister <laughs> who's just on the lot and just be
0: like, hey, guy. Have you seen my Instagram? you got to be in it.
1: You've got to be. Um, I show up every once in a while, bypass the security here over at this place and (laughs) i come in and i find celebrities to do stupid stuff
0: with me but yeah you'd get you'd get arrested very fast i mean honestly it's as stupid as it sounds that brushing your teeth idea might actually work that's not i mean it
1: could be anything it would be brushing your hair it could be making stupid faces in the mirror right right. i mean it could i mean it literally could be a five or ten second clip and it's just you Putting on your sunglasses in random locations, right? Right. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. For
1: sure. I mean, do you think someone will watch a thirty-second commercial yeah. to get to a thirty-second bit of you just putting on sunglasses? Could it
0: be slow mo with music? Yeah, that's the idea. Like
1: <laughs> from whatever that show is, CSI. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> really. So really it's almost fun.
0: like you're you're at a grocery store, you're in lot, and you just like whoever's filming goes up really close, slow motion. Yep. I'm I'm buying chocolate. I wouldn't say anything. Well, no, I'm not saying. You gotta, I'm saying I mean, like, you got to say it with your eyes. Well, what,
1: no, what it would be is like. Like if your eyes got to say, I'm buying chocolate.
0: Right. Well, if you're on, a, you know, look yeah! at the look at the conveyor belt. Like, So you're at the grocery store. The camera pans out of whatever you're buying into your face. Like you're like. That's right. Toothpaste.
1: That's not a bad idea.
0: You know, anything. Yeah. Anywhere you go. Like, oh, I, I just pressed the button across the street. It just turned walk.
1: Your dog's taking a dump.
0: Put the glasses on. That's it. Yeah. That's one. That'll work. That will work. That's your whole thing. That's it, man. That's it. And everything you do, you think is so cool that you just got to put the shades on. Yeah, but you got, I mean, when you run out of material, you don't. It's when you reach into the fridge and you pull out some cheese, it's not gone bad. Yeah, every time. Anything. Okay, that's Anything. not bad. Anything? Yeah, it's actually pretty. That's funny. not bad. <laughs> it's all about the. It's got to be the exact same music punchline, and the exact same speed every time.
1: Dude, the one that made me laugh. There was I don't know if I saw it on Tosh. or something, but it was a it was a guy from Florida who was like a hospital security guard, and what he did he got fired for it oh, no. because he started a, a YouTube channel. And the whole thing was, what he would do was, uh, whenever he had an opportunity, he would record himself farting. (laughs) So, it's just you literally watching a video, and he's sitting there, and then he just leans over and rips one, and then that's the end of the video. And he had thousands of them.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, this guy
1: had an overactive gastrointestinal tract.
0: Right. So,
1: he was blowing ass at work all day long. Somebody found found his thing, and they're like... Yeah, this guy's not gonna work.
0: You know what? Life, you got enough but... followers. You don't need this job.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, never he, know. He started to get views because I mean, so if it's something as simple as that, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean that that in my opinion is genius. If I could just as film well. myself in in wonderful locations, right? Just, re- just ripping one ripping in my it. pants. Just yeah, that'd be great. Another another option is uh, that I was thinking about last night is that you. We, There's a lot of these shows that I see where you've got somebody who – I don't want to say it's not always unboxing or it's not always a review, but it seems like there's a – it's like there's – they're always living beyond their means Mm And when you first get a hold of it. But if you actually get into – like focus on what you're looking at, you realize, wait a second. They're not even in like some big warehouse or they're not even in what – they're standing – sitting in front of a screen and not moving. And they just use kind of that same, and they do it because they have you know whether they're using After Effects or Final Cut or whatever, they're using like a chroma key and a and a a green screen behind them and and sitting in the same place. So I'm like, well, what if I could go and get some get a get some professional shots of you know what it would look like with a background, any any really nice classy place where you've got just a couch, so you you're seeing like a shoulder, you can you can sit. You know, and and have your shoulders sitting there, like you're sitting in a booth, but in the background, you're like, in these just amazing places. Well, I don't you, know even if you pull if you could pull images off of Google, yeah, whatever, yeah. Or, or you could pull stock stock stuff where you know there's activity, there's people walking around the background. Sure, it's just on sure. a loop, and then just be this guy who's just like talk about all your jet setting. Talk yeah. about all this stuff. Well, st- you heard
0: about the guy. You must have heard. It was literally just... I mean, just
1: just be the biggest liar Just ever. a couple
0: weeks ago, the, the guy did this. A guy, was, he was like, you know what? Uh, he His entire Instagram took pictures of himself and Photoshopped on, like, private jets and Photoshopped him with just all this lavish stuff. And he was like, it's so easy to manipulate the internet and make people think that you're this guy. And he went on this long thing of just all these photos of just... Just look like he was the richest kid. And he was just some random dude that was just like doctoring uh, just his photos. Mr. Photoshop. Yeah. yeah. Just literally. Like, here I am on my private jet. And here I am at this amazing destination. And <laughs> am here I, I am. right? No leg room in the, in the Gulf Stream. Exactly. I mean, it's just too easy to just create this, like, lavish-looking lifestyle on your Instagram page.
1: Well, is that something that you would want—you would be down with? Just (laughs) me turning you into a celebrity (laughs) for being rich for
0: no reason? Yeah, I mean, it would be a great— just test of the times to see if you can Just actually pull to see pull if, something
1: you off. Could, if you could use that uh false impression that you have of how rich and famous you are <laughs> right. to sell products <laughs> to people and be like, Yeah, I'm way more successful right. than hey, I really am. You create, this is
0: me this is me DJing a huge right, party. Right, right. Exactly. And then you become an influencer. Like suddenly you're like, Oh my god, he's got that product. Oh, oh my god, god you see that rich dude? He's got all these followers. Uh that was a thing that I saw uh,
1: – I don't know if I mentioned it, but they – I may have talked – I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but it was like the uh, a group – at a hotel out of the Philippines kind of put their foot down and made a big declarative statement saying like, okay, uh, if you're an influencer, you can go ahead and stop reaching out to us right? Uh, and saying, hey, if you give me free shit, I'll do a post for your club or whatever on Instagram. And that's just rampant. Like, you've got all these people, all these quote-unquote influencers who are like, hey, give me free shit. I've got 20,000 followers on Instagram. If you give me free shit, I'll mention you in one of my posts. And it's like, okay, you're 20,000 followers. It's not very likely that you're going to – that one of those people is going to jet out to the Philippines just because they saw your post on Instagram. So it's basically – and that's what this guy was like. He's like, dude – the one thing that this group doesn't understand, like this, this entitled kind of influencer, like fad, just
0: use their phones to try to make money by bad that's yeah.
1: happening. Yeah, it is like the, here. Here's a very simple concept: pay your bills. If you want to eat dinner somewhere, you know, pay for it. If you want to stay in a nice hotel, like book it and stay pay there. your bill. Yeah. And you know, and and you can still post. You know, you can still like, and I think that's something that's kind of sorely missing from that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously I invented.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. Um,
1: just by being so popular all the time with my two followers. Right. So um, <laughs> with this show. But the idea being that if you could somehow reverse it into something that's a performance-based metric system where you can basically say, okay, oh, you're an Instagram influencer. Uh, you want you want me to um, credit you. Uh, tell you what. Why don't you come? Why don't you stay here? Why don't you enjoy yourself? Why don't you pay full price? Okay, like everybody else, or use whatever discounts that we're offering to the average Joe who doesn't influence people. And then you go ahead and you post whatever you want to post, but you let me know that you posted it, and you let me, and I will let you know if it performs. And much like the hey, if you invite a friend referral. System, the old right. word of mouth thing. Hey, we'll pay you. Yeah, we'll give you five. You know, if if, if you, you want to get dinner here, if you refer somebody new, mm-hmm. you know, boom, we'll give you a discount. Right? In this case, uh, these people are basically paying out of pocket for somebody to come and stay and post a photo. It takes l- zero effort for that person to come and enjoy themselves, and it's not like they're writing some long drawn out Yelp review. review. Right? Yeah, you know, I mean, they're getting drunk and partying and taking photos. And just hashtag this is awesome, you know throwing a throwing a filter on it and whatever. Right, right, right. So it's like if you turn flip the script and said, okay, look, this is perform. We have a platform here that where we where we allow you to recruit influence. So any any influencers that are are reaching out to you, if you're subscribed to our program, you can now go to all of them and say, absolutely, come on down. We'll take your credit card, go full price. Pay it all. We'll have your credit card on file. You go ahead and you take your photo and you you send us you know whatever it is that you did, and we'll track based off of our Instagram page and links
0: and our followers, etc.
1: We'll be able to through this platform since it'll be connected to our stuff. We'll be able to see how much you sent us and whether it actually converted into anything or not. Right, right. Because impressions doesn't mean dick. Once you once you are dealing with you know twenty thousand people who might see a, a photo of something or like it or whatever that that doesn't equate to increased sales right you know what i mean and maybe you could call it hey it's all about awareness right maybe nobody knew about uh my restaurant until all of a sudden the influencer came in and told everybody that he was eating there and took a photo of his chicken parm right however uh people who are going in there um likely are thinking to themselves the same thing like well I'm friends with that guy. I follow him, but I also have a group of followers. Maybe he'll give me something free if I go in and I, you know, sure. It's just one of these like kind of snowballing effects where everybody's saying like, Oh, I'll do, I'll do something really small for something that costs you a lot of, you know, costs you a lot of money Mm -hmm. uh, to do. So if we could flip it around and just be like, look, if you do something great for me, I will re I'll refund everything that you spent if it works out. But if it didn't, Great, thanks for the awareness. I'll give you a you know just for the post for doing it after, because obviously, I w- I'm going to want you to come here and do it first. I don't want I don't want you coming here to my place and doing it because then you're getting paid to do it. Right, right, right. So you can do it without having to disclose that it's an advertisement or anything else if you pay full price and post it. Right. Okay. Right. So now all of a sudden you're an influencer that's not, you know, hey, I'm doing this because I'm getting paid. I really enjoyed myself at that restaurant because they paid me to do it. And how many times have you ever seen somebody who went and he got a free meal, who was an Instagram influencer or whatever, whose post was like, "This place was dog shit. Like, I, I would never eat here. Like, it's always even if it's mediocre, they still feel like because oh my they,
0: god, best sandwich ever. They
1: got the free meal, right? You know, they take a you know they take a photo with themselves drinking a glass of wine that could be anything,
0: Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. not a
1: picture of the food, not a picture of the decor, just like, Oh, having a good time at this joint, everybody should go. Uh, And, you know, I don't think that that it's providing a very accurate photo or representation. And I think people are getting, you know, businesses for the most part, they're getting ripped off, man. Yeah. You know, they got, they got a bunch of kids out there that are, you know, essentially just trying to get as much out of it, game the system as much as they possibly can. Um
0: been doing the least amount of work, and some are doing it very successfully very successfully I mean some are just total b s and it's it's paying off quite handsomely
1: i don't know who I feel like who I'm supposed to feel judgmental about
0: the people who are getting the, the people them who or? are
1: the people who are posting this stuff oh, and asking and and it's obviously working for them right or the people who are enabling the behavior and saying oh my gosh, you are so cool. I will follow you because right. you post the most. I mean, I, I have friends now that are uh, of my friends on Instagram. The You know, most of the in, quote unquote influencers are in the creative community, meaning right. they're trying to be actors or they are legitimate actors. So they're basically
0: just building content for their brand.
1: Well, they're it's, it's another kind of it's another, you know. It's another way to make that paper, man. yeah You know, yeah. it's like I I get another revenue stream by using any of the notoriety that I've created through my work and through my followers. Um, you know, I did that I did that pilot that aired or I did the guest spot on the show or I did whatever, and it's like, you know, when you're waiting in between gigs, if you've built up an audience of people who like you, um man you you've got all the self-promotion stuff going on like yeah of course you're that person who's going to be like i'll represent your brand right to all my friends if you pay and you see the sponsored posts one of them is
0: sponsored posts oh my god too many of those now
1: one of them uh like is the coolest dude like one of one of my closest dude friends that i never get to talk to because he's he's moved so far away but he's an actor and he's he does really well he's he's on a new show. Um, He was on, he was on another show and they moved on to another show. Um, Not a major net, like, you know, like epics or one of these USA or, I mean, it's all good stuff. Cable. Right. But um, yeah, has a, has a recurring role on one of these deals and, and he's just a good family guy. Keeps in shape. He posts all the time about Mm -hmm. the random stuff to keep trying to, you know, like, Hey, I'm out there trying to build up my audience. I'm going to pull that Dwayne, the rock BS. And, just post as much as I can. Be yeah. like, "Hey y'all, what's up?" I'm driving in the car. Blah blah blah. Well, I feel bad because like a lot of the stuff he does is kind of fun or interesting, but you know, for the most part, it's too much all the time, and you can tell because it's like you know, the views are smart. Like it, it, right. it'll be like, oh, and yeah, yeah, like 700 viewed this one and two viewed this one, right? And like nobody liked it or two people <clears throat> commented, and I'm like, you know that that's somebody who I feel like they're using social media the way that they, it probably should be because that's what life is like. Not every joke you tell is going to be solid gold. Not, right. not every experience that you have is going to be interesting. Um, but he's playing He's playing that right, and he doesn't do sponsored stuff. Unless he doesn't do sponsored stuff at all, he just simply talks about the brands that he likes um, that affect him in life. He doesn't get paid to do it. Another one, uh, friend who literally won't stop posting shit. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't mean like this, I mean, she, they do the, I'm driving thing. They do the, I'm at the supermarket thing, but it really is like just the most doctored photos that you could ever imagine. Yeah. Like I'm posing every, like you have to have somebody on, the, somebody's taking this photo of me. Right. Right. With my phone and I'm posing and I went through 10 or 20 different varieties of it. At the supermarket or at whatever or, you know, with my kid or this or that. So none of it seems impromptu. It all seems so staged. And this one goes above and beyond on on the influencer-sponsored content.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Like to the point where you just kind of want to throw up. You're just kind of like, why am I following you, dude? Right. Like your, your friends don't want to see. Like you should have a totally separate account if you're just going to turn my timeline right into a bunch of bullshit
0: because well, this gotta, is like i don't give a fuck what you're saying. <laughs> like you gotta trim the fat every once in I'm a while and i'm
1: supposed to i represent because i had to scroll by it right. i represent an impression for you it says right i'm never gonna buy the bullshit you're hawking right like it's obvious you don't even use it like you're just touting shit off because you know that there's a paycheck on it for you know anybody who takes a look at what you're doing or clicks through so yeah it's it's a it's a slippery slope, man. It is. But there's got to be a new way to do it. There's got to be a new way to undercut the efforts you know, the la- or, or let's say undercut the lack of effort. Right. Right. And be able to truly gauge performance by, you know, hey, you want to put this stuff up there? It's free if you don't do shit. Right. Like it's free if I don't close one deal out of it. I'm not paying you to fucking talk about it. <laughs> Nobody comes and buys it. Right. Right. So you got to work for it. Uh, it'll be your reward will be handsome if you perform, but fuck off if you can't make it happen.
0: I, I like the sunglass idea for us. I think oh my god, you're time. right back on that. I've been, I've been wheels have been spinning like how can we both be, We're both be in the frame, both doing it at the same time, or switching off every once in a while. It's you, and then every once in a while it'll be a, it'll be a really crazy random pair of shades depending on the scenario that you're putting the shades on. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden it's always the same shades, but then every once in a while it'd be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these are my ronald mcdonald shades you know what i mean or whatever anyway uh, yeah you gotta be excited <laughs> okay okay <laughs> we're making progress so, so simple it's so simple i mean because there's just so much simple crap out there there's so many people do doing... i'm you... gonna think
1: on this yeah. I, I think we've got a we've got a good one in the hole, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I think there's other other things that we could do that are even easier than that. Yeah, that require even less effort and less planning. Right. That people will go. I'll watch that. Right. I'm bored. Right. I'll right. watch that. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. It's a different time. It is, isn't it?